astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. interrupt the podcast real quick because the holidays are right around the corner. If you're still in need of that unique gift idea, I wanted to suggest the Cosmic Coaster. The Cosmic Coaster is a disposable coaster that offers tarot insight right underneath your drink. This was designed and all the interpretations were done by myself. Go ahead and check it out at thecosmiccoaster.com. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My, Hi, Kate. Hello. My name is Kate Wind. I'm your host, and you just heard my mom, Mary Swick, in the background. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be talking today. We have a fun episode planned for you today. Another episode of What Would You Say If You Saw. I like those. I know. If you're new here, um, What Would You Say If You Saw is a game that we play where we recall things that we've seen in people's homes during feng shui consultations and kind of quiz the other person about what would you say if you saw this? Granted, it's taken out of context. You know, we can be a little silly about them now. But you know, sometimes when you're in a home, you're seeing so many different aspects, so many different visuals, I should say. And uh, sometimes they just can. We can just pluck one out, one visual. Can you? Because you know, when you go on consult, you know, you're in their home maybe 90 minutes, yes. right? Easily. Uh, so you know, you see a lot in that process, but did this, this is an exercise to just pinpoint on one thing that maybe everyone can learn from. Absolutely. Right? Just by discussing this one item that was sitting in the home, a piece of art, you know. Yeah, I think when you say that, there's a tendency to think, um, I've had my home feng shui. Or, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feng shui my home 10 years ago. Yes. But there's so many aspects to it, right? And the home is constantly evolving. You're constantly evolving. And for us to get all of this information into just 90 minutes, of course, we're going to point out the obvious, but if your home's changed in any way since then, these stories are great mm. ways to take them and look at your space and think, am I doing this myself? You're absolutely right. It's just like if I said, oh, I've had my haircut. Right. Like, you know, like, yeah, when? Oh, last year, five years ago. Okay, you need another haircut. That's... You need to trim and edit your home continually because we're living, we're breathing, we're changing. That's a really good example. Right? Yep. So that thing of, I've had, oh, I've been feng shui, like with their hands up, like I've been feng shui, don't talk to me about feng shui. Yeah. No, it's, it's organic. It is. Okay, so I'll let you start off. Oh, okay. Perfect. Okay, I do have I have an interesting story. I think. Um, What would you say if you were in a home, uh, in on a consult, like forty five minutes before you realized that there were three children in the home, and I mean high school, middle school, elementary school, so the whole range. I was forty five minutes in before I saw something that suggested there's children in the home, and I awkwardly turned. To the woman, mm-hmm. I was well, I said, oh, are there, there's children? You know, and she was, oh, yes, we have three children, da, da, da. Wow. 
I would say she has a really clean home. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, yeah, yeah. you're absolutely yeah. right. It was very orderly. There wasn't okay. anything out of place. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I would think maybe there's a imbalance of priorities in yeah. the home. And it's it's always interesting because I think we all thrive for a clean home, right? We well, all, we all yes. have different, um, I don't know, scales of what clean is. Yes. But there is a tipping point when clean falls into something else, like right. too perfect, unlivable yeah. almost. Yes, yes, it's a little intimidating. Yeah. It can be a little bit almost to go into a home where but there's no sign. Yeah, there's maybe lack of control in other areas that they have to maintain some sort of image within the home that might not be true. There might be some sort of front that's that's there. Well, that's a whole other topic okay. in itself, isn't okay. it? Okay, yeah. You know, yes, yeah. so when your life is out of control, there are many people that start obsessing over the spice drawer, over the shoe closet. They get into all the details, and it's it's therapy. It's it house therapy yeah. <laughs> when you can't control the bigger issues. But anyhow, okay. you got you on to the storyline. Obviously, this was a case where there was just such a coolness, such a distance uh, between. And again, this is what I picked up in a, in forty five minutes. I'm already on to the fact that this woman's a little bit disconnected from the certainly the traditional rearing of children okay they were there i don't i'm not going into there's no abuse there was nothing terrible going on that i would suspect but i could see that they didn't have a voice they weren't being taken into consideration okay well and that's always powerful when i mean because i've seen it and i know you have too with other examples besides children where you've been in the house for a certain amount of time and not knowing that there's a husband oh, not yes. knowing um that you know kind of what the role is of the people that are living in the home I remember asking a woman at some point, when we got pretty much to the end of the consult, I said, where is your husband in your floor plan? Oh, yeah. And I kind of said, I didn't, I didn't even, I can't, I don't even see it. I think until we got in the garage. I think we got in the okay. garage is where it became evident. The garage or the closet can give it away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I just, we had a really sweet conversation that it was important Yeah. that, there might be a piece of art that might be a little more masculine or, you know, something or a chair that gives it away. Like this is a, this is a guy's throne here. This is right. their chair. Yep. And that's or, another great topic as well. Everyone needs a throne in their house. And I'm not talking right. about the bathroom <laughs> right. either, but I'm talking about they need a throne. They need their favorite sitting place, their chair. Yep. So it's really important if the house is the life Mm-hmm. which we're working off that basis yep. of the individual. The people you love or you're living with need to show up. Yeah, I remember when my partner moved into my home, that was really important to mm-hmm. start showing signs of someone else living here because I had lived here for so long by myself. It did have more of a feminine touch yes. because I was able to pick out everything you know, sure. myself without any other influence. But so incorporating pictures of him or, or artwork or things of, that he really likes was important. Very, to show it's the very important that whoever is in the home needs to be showing up. And I don't mean having to trip over their stuff. Right? No, no. Well, one other example, I know this is this is another topic too, yes. but we, we were in this house together actually. And uh, I think we're, it was probably halfway through the consult before we realized that the husband had actually passed away. Oh, but yeah. the way that he was being presented in the home yes. still made it seem like he was very maybe active in the home, if you will. Right. Um, so we, and we'll get into that again, another episode just about if the picture, if all the pictures on your wall 
maybe if the, the deceased outweigh the living. Yeah. <laughs> right. And you, there's a hard, you can't really tell who's alive and who's not. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's a very delicate. And you know, and again, just a step point to that is mm-hmm. like, it makes sense in those, that initial year, oh, 18 yeah. months, whatever the timeline is that there's a trend, home's going through a major transition if someone has passed. Absolutely. So no judgment in that area. Very true. You know. Yeah, this I think was a little bit longer than yes. that initial one that we're talking remember, about. I remember, but it was, I think it'd been a while. Yeah. Okay. Um, what would you say if you saw, um, so you were in a house and the majority of the artwork and the sit-arounds were above the head level. So... That's quite tall. That's it's quite yeah, high. like it, wow. you have to kind of you had to kind of look up to enjoy the artwork. They had things sitting on top of all the cabinets inside um, in the kitchen. They had one of those beautiful racks, which I know looks great when you see it in those you know <laughs> home magazines. But the racks where all the pots and pans hang off of it. Right. But it just seemed like there was an overabundance of things above the head level when it came to decor. Uncomfortable, isn't it? I almost get a crick in my neck. Yes. Just listening to you describe <laughs> that house, like you're looking up and, you know, having now have to stretch my neck out a little bit here yeah. to relax. But it's not natural. It's I can see. I not That's not relaxed. None of us relax by, you know, all of a sudden awkwardly tilting our necks back and looking up. No, and you can't appreciate it either because there were some of the things you needed a kind of a closer look at. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just had initially asked her, do you have headaches? Okay, so kind of even what you just said about oh, the physical, about yeah. the, heck, the neck oh, being yeah. strained. Yeah. But the idea of just having all of this weight over her head, over mm-hmm. her shoulders. Mm-hmm. So taking on very weighty issues or feeling like things are out of your control, feeling like things could dump on you at any minute. Now, not mm-hmm. literally the items, but just, again, having a lot kind of hanging over you. And, you know, that could really be enhanced further or made worse by you know really earthy colors on the wall i kind of crosses over to another story i'm thinking about where it had a feeling of like you were underground you know because we now got these earthy and this uh, faux style of painting on the wall that it had a real mining feel when you were in there it it was just overwhelming can't breathe yeah right yeah i think hers with a combination of a lot of stuff and i think you know, if you grow up in a home where maybe your parents filled every little nook oh, and cranny, yes, yes. every counter space, that might look maybe aesthetically pleasing to you. Mm-hmm. And so I always encourage the clients, just let's take it down and it will probably feel a little empty. Naked. Naked, right, for a little bit. But I promise you, like, you, your eye will adjust. Mm-hmm. So I relate it to, like, when we take down the Christmas tree. Like, yeah. it's always so sad. The housewife feels yeah. so bare. Like, yes, oh, right. What? It does strip down. But then a week later, you're fine. And it's yes. like, oh, my gosh, you yeah. kind of appreciate the space again. Well, I mean, just think of how many people we know have garage sales. And then they sell a bunch of stuff. And they're going, they come back in their house and go, oh, my God, the house looks so much better, right? Oh, yeah. We all love white space. Naturally, we do. Yeah, I don't empty think. Space. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just naturally, we gravitate to that. Yeah. So I think, one, it was a lesson, and we don't have to fill all of these spaces for her. And two, right. just to kind of relieve some of that stuff that was hanging over her head, quite literally. Quite literally <laughs> hanging her head. So, I mean, did you get you got some positive feedback? Yeah, we, we got some stuff down. Um, 
that day and she I think a few things that she I don't remember the, the story correctly of how it ended but she did have some positive feedback well, a couple right. weeks later I think so it. yeah lightened totally lightened up okay I have one for you a new one for you uh, what would you say if you saw an Andrew Wyeth a painter painting okay. okay I don't know if you're familiar with the series he had a Helga series he I think I'm familiar very familiar with one of the pieces of artwork and I okay. think he also was known in his personal life for having an affair or yeah another long term woman. oh okay. yeah yeah had a separate house and you know okay. long I mean I don't know how long term but I'm talking years like maybe 10 to 20 I don't know it was a oh, lengthy wow. lengthy time he had this relationship going on okay well so you always have to be a little wary of that particularly I think it helps to know the artist absolutely who's, who's you know to get a handle on them and and what's going on in their life when they painted these things but this woman had an Andrew Wyeth just as I walked into her bedroom now she was a single woman uh, had a couple kids uh, walked into the bedroom and right there on the on the wall that you would first look at was this Andrew Wyeth the Helga one of the Helga series and it was that one where the woman is I'm kind thinking of, of the one that out, okay yeah yeah she's outstretched it's <laughs> kind of like a like in a field almost yeah uh, maybe it's grass I can't remember and she's longing clearly longing and you can see another house in the distance I've posted this picture on my social media as an example of bad artwork. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and it was amazing the responses that I got back saying, "I love that piece. I love that piece." Like she looks like she's dying in the field, like reaching out for help. Yeah. Feng Shui is clearly, I mean, it's ruined all artwork for me. I have to analyze <laughs> I, I analyze it in a different way, I think, than I used to. Um, well, but that's a good thing. It is. It's an awareness. I, I think so. but I mean, so many people buy it because, well, it matched the couch. True. Right? I mean, we've all been guilty of that. Or because it's expensive. Yeah. Like we feel or it's like, cheap. oh. Or that true. That, <laughs> that's true. true. Yeah. Because it was on sale. That's true. Right? That's true. As well. But, yeah, uh, so she's laying in a grassy field, and she kind of has her arm reaching out for, like, this home that's in the distance. Mm -hmm. and that was that was Helga, his okay. mistress. Oh, geez. Theory, okay. Right? That was the mistress reaching out wanting to be with him in his home so to speak okay so that you saw this in your client's home in the bedroom you said yeah in the bedroom okay does it get is it yeah, more obvious so obvious so just if she's longing for something that she can't have mm -hmm. i mean she's a solo she's painted solo in the picture so you yeah. said she was single so i don't know if yeah well i mean it's just i mean the story is yeah and and the crazy thing was I knew a little bit of the because I'd worked with that because it's a common uh, print to I see in people's homes. So I said, "Oh my God!" I said, "You know," and I said the story. I said, "You know, this woman is the mistress, and she's having this affair, mm -hmm. and it looks like she's longing to be maybe with the at the other house or something." And the client admitted it. Yeah, that's me. Oh. I'm having this affair. Oh, okay. I mean, she just she just blurted it out prepared to exactly textbook you so know she was the other woman she was the okay. other so woman. she wasn't really single but i mean i no. guess like she well she she, she was technically single sig single but he was married and got it she's in a sexual relationship with him and yeah. and this is where it gets interesting this is because okay that tells a story right there in the bedroom obviously intimate space Absolutely. okay we can see it but it was in the financial gua 
of the house. Um, okay, not everyone's bedroom is in the financial. Right. Well, a lot of bedrooms might be in the relationship area or something else. That's that's something you really don't have much control over. I mean, no. that's kind of set. And of course, he was providing her a nice stream of income. <laughs> so it really got complicated. Absolutely. Because this was not, you know, it's... We like to think that once someone understands maybe what they're honoring. Right. This woman was saying, no, this is working for me. This is X amount of dollars a month that she's getting. Yeah. I mean, I'm not speaking from experience on this, but. <laughs> oh, 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 dish. No, I mean, dish that. <laughs> but I would have, I mean, I, I've, I've heard people talk about like where the financial satisfaction kind of wears off and they do long for that position of the wife or the emotional attachment or something more than just than just yeah Yeah. okay so my point is this she did not tear the picture down from the wall okay and i understood yeah because this was a double whammy yeah she had emotional strings going there but there was also financial support I see. So the idea of withdrawing out totally, she would lose on both sides. Right. Okay. Eh, Yeah. You know, this is life. This is real life. (laughs) This is real life. But she was amazed. We're standing in her bedroom. And at York, you could tell that. You could say that based on the artwork on the wall. Yeah. Based. Yeah. So it sounds. And you've had this, right? People think you're a psychic. Right. They think you're walking in and you're. Oh, how she knew that. Wow, she said this, she said that. It Just really, like the home whisper. The home, right. But it's really looking at the choices someone has made of all the millions of gazillions of things you could hang on your walls in your bedrooms. Yeah, but the idea is when you when she purchased that, right? you know, what maybe she related to her on a, oh, I'm like sure an she unconscious did. level, like that she gravitated to it. So it's like it that it has to mirror, right? I mean, things that are gifted to us sometimes, maybe not, but the fact that then we hold on to it and we see it, then is it possible then that creates itself? You know, or did she buy that piece because she was already in that situation and then it... Yeah, we, we talk about it somewhere. I know we've spoken about this idea that people get vested. They get vested in something, and we're talking about a piece of art here, mm-hmm. either because they paid a lot of money for it, right? Oh my God, I can't, I can't just donate it to Goodwill. You know, I paid $500 to have it matted and framed, right? Yeah. Or there's an emotional connection. Or they got such an emotional connection. Oh, it was my grandmother's. It was so-and-so. It was so-and-so. Okay, I, I, we can all honor that on some level, but not if it's a destructive image. No. No. You know, and then we have the side that people grab onto it because it was such a bargain. Right. And we've all done that, right? We've, I've, I've bought a size 8 when I wore a size 10 right. or 12 thinking, oh, I'll lose the weight and get yeah. into it. Well, it's a, it's, it's a losing situation. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, I think I have one last one for you. So what would you say if you saw um, some stacked flat rocks on the outside of the garage, which happened to be uh, the helpful people area? So it was located outside. Oh. But... Um, these rocks were kind of formed, stacked on top of one another, right on the corner. Well, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if it was my neighbor, yeah, I would be 
mildly irritated by that. Okay. Would you go kick them down? <laughs> well, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't okay. do that. But and this is probably not at all where you're going to go with this, but I just got to insert this thought. Okay. But, um, you know, people sometimes stack things around their house, so it's kind of out of sight, out of mind for them. Right. Right. And yet the neighbors have to look at it. Well, yeah, or we think, oh, because it's in the backyard or it's on the side of the house or because I can't see it, it doesn't matter or it doesn't influence us. Yes. And that's not, that's not true. It's not. <laughs> okay. But anyhow, it's out of place. So, yeah, what's the, what's the story there? So it was um, in our helpful people area. Mm. So usually we think of very high energy because that's like angelic heaven. You know, yeah. we turn to angels or God or saints right. for help. And then we've drawn the energy down with the weight of the rocks and even just the earth element there. That's true. Um, just, it's the opposite, just the opposite of what you'd want in that area. Yes. And stacked rocks, I mean, like I gave that example, like, oh, would you go kick them over? I mean, it was right. something that was easily destructible. Mm -hmm. And so in... Um, These are like flat rocks, like limestone or something like that. Something. Yeah. Okay. So the, the situation was that they were supporting all of these people in their lives oh. and I don't know how much longer they could have continued to maintain the amount of support they were giving other people financial financially emotionally you know I think the garage actually was so stuffed full of other people's stuff because they were in transition and they were holding on to their things so I mean not even just financially and emotionally but even physically they were taking on kind of the burden of everyone around them makes makes so much sense if you have if you're holding a lot of other people's possessions in yeah. your home, mm -hmm. in your basement, in your, you know, attic, attic uh, heaven forbid, in an extra bedroom and things of that nature, you know, I know there's extreme stories. Of course. You know, kids at college, yes, you kind of generally hold some space for them still, <laughs> you know, right. while they're gone. Yes, there's some very legitimate stories, but then at some point, you're just holding, you're just carrying their burdens, their weight. Yeah, well, and you're kind of opening up the door to allow for more more help. Yeah, dependency. To be asked for more help, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think um, in that case, we had we had to start deconstructing it kind of slowly, just so it didn't kind of collapse everything that was going on. Um, but I've worked with uh, clients who've had that issue of other people's, mainly it's a space and it's children, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it's a brother or sister, oh, yeah. that type of thing as well. And it can take well over a year for clients to have called back saying, they finally, finally. picked up that piece of furniture, I finally got rid of it. These are hard things, unless you're heartless and can just cast them out on the curb, whatever the items are, most of us aren't. I always find those really hard consultations because I like things to be done now <laughs> yeah. and I like them to, to see their, their benefit right now and so whenever they say oh that belong I'm holding on to that for my daughter I'm like oh okay I'm <laughs> this isn't getting done today yeah yeah, yeah. to yeah. your point about people storing stuff outside our neighbors um 
had a huge stack of those old like red, white, and blue recyclable bins. Oh yeah, on the corner of their yes. home. Yeah. And so every time I pull into my garage, it's the first thing I see. And they recently moved out, and I was the first thing snuck over there, <gasps> grabbed those bins, oh, and oh. called the recycle company to pick them up. You don't know when you you can't use those anymore. We have right. the oh, big yeah, now they've switched trash methods here. Yeah. Yes, yes. But it was just so annoying. Like, why are those stacked on the outside of your house? Oh yeah. I have to tell you, this is kind of an inappropriate story on some level. Our old, old neighborhood, um, I put up with, they put a lot of things on the curb Mm -hmm. and they would not put them out on trash day. Okay. They would just put them out whenever they were done with it. So even whatever, trash day was Thursday, it was common Sunday night for them to take their trash down. And I was just like, ooh, I was just seething every time (laughs) until one day they put a toilet. Now, where this toilet was, I assume they had one replaced. I don't know. And a white toilet shows up. Okay. So anyone driving up to my house is looking at this white ceramic (laughs) toilet sitting on the sidewalk. Yep. Too close to my house. (laughs) Okay. I mean, by my front door, I can look right at it. Yeah. There, from their front door, couldn't see it. They can't see it. Can't see it. Yeah. So I finally went over there. I said, I said, you know, you can't. I actually said, you can't do this. (laughs) And, you know, I kind of, I mean, I controlled myself, but I really let them know that this is not. I said, you need to pull this back up to your house and bring it down the morning or the night, you know, the night before, but after dark, set it out there. And you know what? He went with it. Oh, good. He went with it. You know, I mean, I think, but he knew that he had tried me and that I was just exasperated by that point. Yeah. Well, I know we're running a little low on time so that we could probably create even another episode out of this, but... Even just, like, for example, that toilet, it was yeah. going to sit there Sunday through Thursday, so yes. four days. Yes. Very temporary. Yes. Someone listening might be thinking, okay, right, whatever. There yes. might have been other issues oh, yeah. or you're old Some people or are whatever. laughing yeah. out loud that I get right. upset by that, but that was too but much. I would have even probably put money on it that you would have attracted some messy situations or unpleasant situations oh. Just in those four days. Yes. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't have had to be something big, but even just running into like nasty personalities at the store or getting mm-hmm. in tiffs with friends that, you know, the energy can work really quickly and yeah. in a very short amount of time. So. Yeah. Very short amount of time. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that concludes our episode for today. We hope you enjoyed it and maybe learned something that you can um, apply to your home at its current state. And we look forward to speaking to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe so you get all of our notifications. And to book an astrology or feng shui appointment, you can find us at www.thekatewind.com or www.maryswick.com. Also, make sure to tune in to my Facebook or Instagram for my weekly horoscopes. You can find me at the underscore Kate Wind.